0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Pidu and overseer of the Kezodan Council of Churchill. Bishop Daniel Harley is the son of Bishop Daggy Whitman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Wow. Are you ready for what God has for you? Oh, yes. All right. Well, today I'm continuing on my discussion, honoring relationships or honor relationships. Amen. Amen those of you who have been here for some time I've been talking about honor the Bible tells us that give unto whom honor is due, give honor unto whom honor is due, amen Re- Romans thirteen seven it says render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due custom to whom custom is due, fear to whom fear is due, honor to whom honor is due amen and I said, to honor someone is to esteem the person. is to regard the person highly. is to respect the person. is to admire the person. And it's to value the person greatly. Amen. Amen. Somebody you honor, you value the person greatly. Your, your honor of a person is based on how much value you put on the person. Amen. That's why our grandfathers, our ancestors, our forefathers... That is Nelson Mandela, Governing Becky, Tabo, uh, not Tabo, Governing Berkey, Steve Biko, all the old guys, they put together what we call, Shaka Zulu and all of them, they came together, they put together what we call Lobola. Because if you find a girl and you really value the girl, you go and pay Lobola for the girl. Amen. 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 Before you take the girl to yourself. So, some of you girls have already been dishonored by being taken without even going to talk about anything Lobola-like. Somebody say amen. Amen. And some of you, you sold yourself for that price. Amen. Amen. I see, you don't like when I talk about these things. I can stop talking about them and talk about other things. You presented yourself. Yes, you have moved in. He didn't even ask you to come. You moved in. He said, "I said that a girl who's close to his room. He's trying to go, so I've moved to go and stay. I'm protecting my, securing my territory." You have sold yourself cheap. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything you value, you put you you value very much. You honor anything you you honor you value. Amen. Whichever way you put it. So I'm talking about honor. And I'm saying that there are some relationships that deserve honor in your life. There are some relationships that deserve fear. Okay? The guy with the blue phone. You see, you can't even hear me, but you you say you came to church. Can I advise everybody? I'm talking for just 35 minutes. Put your phone away. Nothing. You are playing Candy Crush. You should have started at home. Do you you get it? Like you're going for a lecture. Instead of listening to the lecture, you are playing Candy Crush. When we say you are learning colors, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Good. So, what was I saying before I was interrupted? Some relationships deserve honor in your life because any relationship you honor comes alive. Do you get when you honor the relationship? Honoring gives life. Hey. Commander. Hey. Don't write notes, okay? Just listen to me. You are better off. Because if you don't understand what you, you can't even hear what I'm saying. If you hear me, then you then the notes will make sense to you. Okay? Say amen. amen. I'm actually talking to you. Say amen. Good. Hallelujah. Honor gives life to every relationship. Even me as your pastor, if you honor me, it makes my relationship with you come alive. What do I mean by the relationship comes alive? Anything I have to offer you, I'm able to offer it to you. I'm even more eager to offer it to you. But if you dishonor me, what happens is that I also move away. Dishonor is not attractive. Do you see? There are things that make a girl attractive. Do you see? One of them is beauty, okay? okay? One of them is beauty. When you are beautiful, you are attractive, but it's not enough. Mm. What's the use of a beautiful girl who doesn't smile? I'm asking a question in Zulu. <laughs> What's the use of a beautiful girl who doesn't smile? So you are, you are beautiful, all right, but you always have a frown. You are like a traffic cop, always with a frown on your face. So when anybody sees you, oh, beautiful! But just to approach you, there's no smile. Then uh, they just pass around. (laughs) They just do shibobo and then they go their way. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually it. So the honor is like that. Anybody who honors you, you just like the person because you feel good when you are with such a person. You feel good when you are with. That's actually why. When like when you come to church, I tell them when I am preaching. Put your phone away and listen to me because when i'm preaching you are busy on your phone i feel like look you don't want to listen to me so i also don't feel energized to speak to you yeah that's why i make this announcement every single day because when you somebody is talking to you you are looking into the person's eyes your eyes are glittering, you are full of admiration full of expect it even encourages the person to talk to. Because even when your parents are talking to you, you have such a very poor look on your face. They say, Ah, look, foolish child, he's going to be poor anyway. Let's leave him to be poor. Ha! Yeah, but when you are eager, you are smiling, you, you want to listen, you want to learn, the parent becomes more. I think we should stop tricking ourselves, okay? Yeah. That's why I'm teaching you about honor, because it gives life. And I started to show you people you must honor in your life. You must honor your relationship with God. Honor your relationship with God. Honor your relationship with Jesus. Treat it with respect. Yeah, treat it with respect. Honor your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. With the Holy Spirit. I think that's what I talked about a lot last week. One of the things I said is that how you honor your relationship with the Holy Spirit is that you have respect for anything that has the Holy Spirit on it. Yeah, if a church has a relationship, the uh, Holy Spirit on it, you honor the church. you don't say anything evil about it. Yeah. yeah, and especially why are you wasting time talking about another church when it is not your church? Yeah. when it is not your church, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Whether what they are doing is right or wrong has nothing to do with you. Amen. What they eat in that house over there has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I don't live there. Do you get it? But many of us, you see, you'll be talking about churches, talking about pastors. Eh, this pastor, have you seen this pastor? I hear there's this Nigerian pastor, he has done this. He. Listen, he's not your pastor. Don't say anything about if you want to talk about a pastor, I am your pastor. Talk about me. Yeah, I am your pastor. And if you say anything evil about me, you will get a case. Yeah. Other pastors don't talk about them at all. Me, talk about me. But if you say anything evil about me, I'm telling you, you will get a curse. I don't have to curse you. You will attract a curse. Do you think that when there's, excuse me to say, when there's um, poo around, the poo goes to call the flies. No, the flies come themselves. Just as when there's there's a dead body around, vultures begin to come. Nobody, it's not like they send them and they say, dear vultures, we are glad to let you know that there's a dead body lying at Imlazi. Please organize yourself. Inform all the veteran vultures that they should all appear at Imlazi. We shall meet at the robot next to the spa and we will make our way there. No. They all have a way of knowing and they go there. Yeah, that's how it is. So be careful. Some of you laugh at when people speak in tongues. When people speak in tongues. Oh, they are fake. Then you start to laugh. Listen. You do yourself a favor. If you don't understand it. That's all. Because whether you say something about it or nothing about it doesn't change your life. You don't, it's not like you are being fought. You have to say something. One day I was driving with a guy, we were from church in Durban, and as we were going, going home, the guy asked me about a certain pastor. This pastor was called Shepherd or something like that or sheep, some one of those type of names. Then he asked me, what do you think about this guy? I said, me. I've not even finished going my church. I don't have time to think about this guy. I don't even have one person I say, oh but you see some people say that he's a false prophet or he's not a false i said how would i know whether he's a false prophet or not why are you asking me ask i told him ask jesus yeah. jesus is the one who calls people ask him i said ask him i, I remember where we were driving and we we're driving in the bed so as he started to say i started to speed up yeah i started to speed up and then he became afraid i said now you are afraid total yeah, you see when you are going to miles back, there's some bed. I, I just I look at my speedometer, I just lift, I just step on the the gas more. So the car was. I say you are now afraid. I said, Yes, that's how you should be afraid when you want to talk about men of God. Don't don't why? Because the anointing is upon them, so when you talk about them. You are actually talking against the holy spirit hallelujah today i want to talk about the next relationship you must honor that is the relationship with your prophet i told you last week i introduced it last week honor your relationship with your prophet hallelujah remember i'm not saying honor your relationship with a prophet i said with your prophet Every group of people God gives them a particular prophet. Yeah. Every group of people. Who is a prophet? A prophet is somebody by whom God speaks to you. Yeah. God directs your life. Hosea 12:30 Bible says by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet the Lord sustained him. So God gives you a particular prophet for your life. Yeah. And when you honor that relationship, what it does is that that relationship comes to life. means his prophecies, his power, his grace works in your life. If you are in this church, the prophet of this church is Doug Heward-Mills, who is the founder and bishop of the church. Yeah, of this church. That's the prophet of this church. So that's the prophet for you. Amen? If you are in another church, Let's say if you are in Christ Embassy, the prophet for you is Pastor Chris. You know that nice pastor who wears white with Jerry Kells? That's Pastor Chris. That's your prophet. But if you are in this church, your prophet is Bishop Dagi Wood Bills. And the Bible says, when we honor him, that relationship, the grace of God that God has given to him, the power that God has put on his life, it will come to us. Mark chapter six let's read a piece of scripture. let's look at jesus let's look at jesus let's look at jesus mark chapter number six i'm reading from verse one mark six it says and he went out from thence and came into his own country and his disciples followed him verse two and when the sabbath day was come he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is it that is given to, unto this man, that even such mighty works are wrought of his hands? Next verse. Is, this not, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, James and, Joseph and Judah, and Simon, And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended. Verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own king, and in his own house. Next verse, verse 5. And he could there do no mighty works, save save that he laid hands upon a few sick folk, and healed them. Hallelujah. This is Jesus. He had gone back to his hometown to minister to them. Now, Jesus had done miracles all over the place, but the Bible says when he went to his hometown and he preached, his preaching was so powerful that the people said, how does this man, where did he get all these revelations from? Where did he know all these things from that He's, he's doing such mighty works? Instead of the preaching or the things that Jesus was doing to excite the people and make the people believe more in him and honor him. Rather, the Bible says, and they were offended. Please go back two verses. It says, they were offended. Their analysis led them to become rather offended. Verse 3. It says, and last line, and they were offended at him. Offended means they were angry with him, rather. And can you imagine? They were rather angry with him. As I finished preaching, then rather you are angry with me. <sighs> yeah. This is a group of people who dishonored Jesus. And what was the effect of the dishonor? The Bible says there, verse 5, he couldn't do miracles. He came to them to do miracles. Now, when a prophet comes here and the prophet does miracles, okay? Who benefits? Who be- is it the prophet or we? You couldn't find a job. He comes. He prays. Then, boom, you find a job. You are sick. He prays. Boom. Then, you are healed. Uh, you need a, a, a what? A house. Then, boom. You need a breakthrough. He prays. Then, we get the miracles. It's not the prophet who benefits. Do you get- it's not the Is we that benefit but the bible says at that place he couldn't do any miracle Jesus of all people he couldn't do any miracles there except that he prayed for a few people some people who were I mean they had headache then the, Jesus was the guy who was raising people from the dead and everything now he was just praying for people with headache stomach problem diseases that when they are healed you don't know you there's no proof whether they are healed or not. Headaches. So the person says, I have emotional problems. So, um, when you pray, the emotional problems are gone. How do we know? How do we know that? Even mental problems, when you say it's gone, how do we know? Because it can easily come back. Yeah, we don't know. i tell you a story quickly. One day, a, a guy and his wife. Um, The guy had gone to work and he had left three of his children at home with with their mother. Then suddenly, the mother grabbed one child. They were living on, I think, the eighth floor of the flat. He grabbed the first child, one child, and he flew the child out of the window. Then he grabbed the second child and flew the other one also out of the window. So the third child, when he, he saw the first one, and he started to run away. So by the time people came to solve the problem you think you have problems, this is real life problems. By the time people came, the, the third child had escaped. Later on they found out that oh the the woman has a mental problem, blah, 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 blah. so they took her to the hospital. She was there. Year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. Then the doctor said, Oh, she's now okay now the question is the guy what should he do should he take the wife back or what somebody says he said till death is that not so yes till death two people have died in the story but there have been two deaths in the story you be careful so she take the wife back or not and the guy said, I, 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 I still love my wife. I really love her. There's nobody I can love like the way I love this, this lady. My only problem is that how do I know if I go to work, she won't take the other child and throw the child out of the window? And that's a valid question how do I know if in the night a little of the madness won't come as she's cooking in the kitchen if the one, one not all the madness just 1% of the madness hey, because when it comes when she has an episode people die oh yes yeah I may be next so Jesus was healing these type of diseases that you don't know whether they are healed or they are not healed. we all have to say okay I I have anxiety problems and then they are healed. How do we know? We have to watch you over a long period of time to know that really is it gone. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But those were the things. And Jesus explained the reason why in verse 4. He says, a prophet. He said, a prophet is not without honor. It means usually prophets are honored but there's a particular place where prophets are not honored and he mentioned three places he said, a prophet is not without honor you see not and without two negative. if you've done some mathematics negative by negative makes what positive is that enough? so he said that a prophet is with honor except number one in his own country Number two, in his own kind or king, which is his tribe. And then amongst his own brothers. He said, these are the places. When they said they, they usually do People who are close to prophets, close to anointing, they don't honor the anointing. They think that's all is that's all. Yeah, they think that. Sometimes you don't even know who you are dealing with. Yeah, you don't even know who, who you are dealing with as far as God is concerned. You don't even know. So we just mistreated and the effect of it is that the power that... Because Jesus left from this place and he went to a place called Capernaum. Just right from here. After this, he told his that let's go. These people, they will not be saved. They will go to hell anyway. Let's go to another place. And they went to a place called Capernaum. In Capernaum, come and see the miracles. Come and see the power of God moving in the place. Now, I'm saying this to let us know that as we are in the church... If we don't honor the prophet that God has given to us, we will not see the power that will come to us. We will not see. And we are sitting as a church with one of the greatest prophets on the face of this earth today. As a church. As a church. We are blessed with... Look, when you look at his ministry... If you are going to look at his ministry with regards to churches, just number of churches, number of churches, we are currently sitting over 4,000 different churches all over the world. Yeah. Some of you may know, oh, 4,000, I don't know what it means. Do you know MTN? Do you know the company MTN? The mobile everywhere you go. Is it a big company? How many of you agree that it's a big company? Yeah, I also agree it's a very big company. This church is bigger than MTN. Yeah, it's bigger than MTN. MTN, you're just, you're, all you know is South Africa. Go outside South Africa and see if you find MTN. You find MTN in Nigeria, Ghana, Zimbabwe, just around here. It's finished. If you like, get out of Africa and see if you hear of MTN. Meet an American and an American, do you know MTN? Huh? MWO? You mean MWO? MTN? MWO? Yeah. For what? They'll ask you, what is that? Nobody know, knows it. It's just, a, it's just in Africa. And even in Africa, it's in just in a few places. But because they have told us, anywhere you go, so we think, ah, MTN is very big. MTN doesn't work in my office. Those of you came to my office on Friday, MTN doesn't work in my office. They'll tell you, everywhere you go, but in my office, it doesn't work. (laughs) Even this week, I was in MTN office. They didn't have network. I said, ah, if you don't have network, how are you going to provide network? I want to end my contract with you. (laughs) Yeah, I told the lady that, ah. But you say, our network, I'm looking for network. I said, ah you, you are looking for network in your office, the service provider. How are you going to give me network? He said, oh, she said, oh, it's the mall. I said, so MTN yourself, you don't have, you can't provide network for yourself. The mall has to provide you with Wi-Fi. Yeah. If you say books, you see some people's ministries, it's just books they have written. If you say books, books, we have printed over 50 million books, 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 by one person, one human being. Books. Books. Yeah, books. One human being. We are sitting with perhaps one of the biggest Bible schools in Africa. Currently, as, as I speak to you. Yeah. One of the most renowned, prestigious Bible schools on the continent. If you say crusades, 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 crusades all over the place, all over Africa. Yeah, we are holding some of the largest crusades on the continent right now as I speak to you. The ministry of one person. One person, one person. Yesterday I was listening to a preacher and he was saying that you can recognize the anointing by by the things that are built. He was, I mean, a great man of God. He was trying to talk to his church, and he was saying, You can and if you don't know what anointing is, just look at what the the person can build it takes an anointing to build then the example he was using to talk to his church was that he said look at daggyward mills look at bishop Heywood mills that everywhere you go every country you go there are cathedrals buildings church buildings that have been built by one person's ministry yeah check that wherever you go there's a cathedral there are church buildings that we are believing god to have a building here in Durban. Yeah." You know, last Friday, some people from here visited me in Peter Marisburg. When they entered my office, they were shocked. Their eyes almost f- fell on the ground. Yeah, they were so shocked. I could see. I was just. I was busy with something. But I look at them from the corner of my. They were shocked. They couldn't be. They were, I say yes. It's here that I come. I sit on the bench outside like a nobody. But it come to where my church is, you will see that I'm a real somebody yeah you 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 will not even be able to like after church you just walk to me then you take my mobile phone you try it and see what will happen to you on that side you try it to even see me the the people you have to go through the amount of time you have to wait to even come and just have a meeting it's not even a simple thing yeah yeah oh yes yes so, once you are feeling hot, I'm chilling and drinking Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Why is this possible? Because of the vision of one man God has given us Bishop Dagi. What say? everywhere must be the same. It shouldn't be that where I am is the place that is nice. Then where the rest of the people are, is like African president. You see where the president is, the place is very nice. Then where the rest of the people are, they are in they are in squalos. Squalos. No, that's it. That's the prophet. Some of the miracles we are recording, you see, almost every miracle in the Bible, we have seen it. By the grace of God, we have seen it. Raising of the dead, blind seeing, mad people getting hit. You mention it. Once it's in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the prophet that God has given to us and it's time for us to key into it you key, and the way to key into it is honoring that prophet, honoring the prophet, having respect for the prophet, esteeming the prophet valuing the prophet in your life Yeah. so you know something Me, I don't know any, any bishop what, it's a, it's a, it's a pastor Daniel that's the one that, that guy is the one guy that I know if he didn't send me here, I wouldn't be here. No, let me be honest with you. Now, this one, don't tell anybody. Okay, it's just a secret between me and you. When I was in first year in university, during my, one of the holidays, I wanted to go to England, okay? And then something didn't work out, so my trip could not happen. So I told my mother, I heard some of my friends were going to South Africa. Do you know South Africa? You know South Africa? Yes, my friends were going to South Africa. So I told my mother, oh, some of my friends are going to South Africa, so I want to go to South Africa. Do you know what my mother said? Over my dead body. Yes. Yeah. Said over my dead body. You go to, what, what for? Yeah, what for? So let me be honest with you. Not even in my wildest dream. Was I planning to come to South Africa? Somebody looked at me and said, listen, you have been going this way. Now, I want you to go that way. Yes. Yeah. Stop this, this one. We don't use, go this way. And, they, and then the person sent me to South Africa. That's Bishop Dagenwald. Mills. Yeah. And do you know something? When he sent me to South Africa, when I told my mother... That I've been sent to South Africa. The same person who said, Over my dead body, she said, I'll support you as much as I can. Yeah. As you go to. <laughs> if you are going because Bishop has sent you to South Africa, I'll support you. I'll give you what you need. And that's how I can. I've lived all my adult life here. Yeah, all my adult life, I've lived it here. Doing what he sent me here to do, from place to place to place. Now I'm here, in Thereby. Yeah. That's why if you say that I'm the one you see, so I'm the one you want to honor, you are better off honoring the one who sent me to you. Because without him, I can't decide if I'll be with you or not. He can decide whether I'll be with you or not. Yeah, yeah I can. I, it, it, look, if I get a call today it says I should leave today, tomorrow I'm gone. Yeah, you'll be shocked. You will hear it on the news that I'm gone. Yeah, I don't even have the power to decide whether I want to be here or not, but he can decide. Oh, continue. Pastor. I've seen, you know, there was a time I, we took pictures in this. That's why you should smile when we are taking the pictures we take in church. We took pictures and I sent him some pictures to just show him that, oh, this is what God has blessed us here. Look at that. Wow. It will grow. Keep pressing on with it. It will grow. Hallelujah. So, we need to honor this prophet, have respect for this prophet. Now, how do you honor a prophet? How do you honor a prophet? Matthew 10, 41, I close with this one because I wanted to do honor your parents, but I think that one I need a full full stadium because... (laughs) I need to eat breakfast before I come for that one. So let's finish with that. Matthew chapter ten, verse forty-one. Or well, let's start from verse forty. Matthew ten forty. He says, "He that receiveth you, receiveth me, and he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me." Okay, so he's talking about receiving, which is to. See, the one who honors you, okay, has honored me. And the one who honors me has honored the person who sent me. Okay, then 41 says, he that receiveth, so you can even replace the word receive there with, he that honoreth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Now, there are two ways you can receive um, a good person who comes to you. You can either receive him as a righteous man which you say oh he's a good man oh he's a great man hey i hear he does crusades he has more he has his crusades are like Ryan hand wow great guy oh great great man of god wow nice guy oh i hear he has written a lot of books oh very powerful oh very nice oh he's a good man he said a good man is different from a prophet yeah i am a good man but i'm your pastor I said, I am a good man, but I'm a pastor to you. So, you, you can receive, oh, he's a good man. He's not sleeping with the girls who are in the tent. He's not like that at all. He's, one day I sat with a man. He said to me, all pastors are skelem. Tell your neighbor, skelem. skelem. Do you understand skelem? It means they are bad. They are tricksters. That's what he said to me. Yeah, they are skelem. How do you say it in Zulu? Okay, toti okay something yeah that's what he said to me then he said but you i think you are a good man yeah that's what he said to me i went i went to i went to look for him in the evening i couldn't find him somebody at one of my church members had caused a problem yeah a problem with his daughter that's why when i'm warning you listen because when you bring the problem it comes to fall on me yeah cause a problem with his daughter yeah so, I went to him in the evening. I couldn't find him. His wife told me, you have to come early in the morning when he's not drunk. So, I said, no problem. I will come. So, I came early in the morning, 5 a.m. I left my house and I went there. Sunday morning, I sat with him. Then I started to. He didn't even know me. I said, I am, I am this. I've come to see you because of this problem. I said, don't, don't be. It's too early. Sit down. Let me talk to you first. I said to him, I came to you, you didn't come to me, so you sit down, let me talk to you first. Then he sat down. Then I started to talk to him. I said, look, I know that my guy, he has done this, he has done that, he has done this. I agree, it's all my fault. If I had kept him in check, if I had kept him at bay, he wouldn't have done this. So please, if you have any, any problem, you want to beat somebody, I said, do you want to slap anybody, slap me. If you want to beat somebody, beat me, but... Please leave my little boy alone. I'm here. Here, you what do you want to do? Do it now. I'm here. Hey! Even the guy I was with, he was afraid for me. My God. He looked at me like that. I, thought, I asked him, Do you want to slap somebody? Slap me. Want to beat somebody? Beat me. He was looking at me like he was confused. He didn't know what to do. He thought I was coming to defend the guy, you know, your daughter is there, she is the witch, that's why. No, no, no. I said, look, your daughter is an angel. It's my guy who's a bad guy, but if I train him well, he won't be a bad guy. So, beat me. He looked at me and he said, you say you are a pastor? I said, yes, I am the pastor. You see that big church over there? I'm the pastor of that church. Me, I'm here. I are you sure? I said, if you like, go and look at the picture in front of the church. It's my picture. I'm here. Beat me now. Anything you want to do, do it now. He looked at me. He said, hey. And his wife was in the room. She was waiting to see what was happening. So she was hoping that there would be no problem. She's the one who even gave me that. If you come by 7, he will be drunk already. And if he's drunk, he will misbehave. So come when he's not drunk. Yeah. So I was there. By 6 o'clock, I was sitting there look at me and I said, mm, you know something. Look, all pastors are scalem. Now, I didn't know what skelem <laughs> meant. So I said, what is <laughs> I said, what do you mean by skelem? He said, all pastors are bad people. But when I look at you, and I look into his eyes straight, and look at you, I see you. You must be a very good, you must be a very good guy. Be a very good guy. I look at him like I was thanking God in my heart that he wasn't going to slap me (laughs) because you know, hey, if he's this face, no, he will spoil their brand. Hey, no, 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 no. Imagine black eye, no, it's not good for this brand. Yeah, so he said. Thank you for coming to see me. I was going to do something very wild. And I said, oh, you don't have to. I'm here If there's anything, talk to me. Yeah, yeah you know where to find me. If there's anything, come and see me." I said, the guy who will never come to this house again. if he comes here, call me, I will come and remove him myself." So okay, no problem. Yeah. And then I left. It's great that he sees me as a good guy, but a good guy, you get a good guy's reward. A prophet, seeing somebody as a prophet, is different from seeing him as a good guy. That's why Nelson Mandela is not our prophet. He's our good guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. One of the greatest statesmen of all time. Ata Nelson Mandela. Oh, please. But he's a good guy. He's not we have respect for him. We even honor him because he's the father of the land. We honor him. We have respect for him. Yeah, when you travel all over the you say, well, you are from Africa. So, where are you from? I'm from South Africa. Oh, do you know Nelson Mandela? I said, oh, yeah, he lives next door to me. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Nelson Mandela, he lives next door. He's my neighbor. Yeah, because when you go abroad, they all think that Africa is just one small it's like a um, mass grave and we all know each other. Somebody asked me one day in America, he asked me, he said I have a friend, he's in Egypt. <laughs> Egypt. Do you know him? Do you know him? I said, Oh. I said, I have a friend, he's in Texas. Do you know him? So, Texas is very big. I said, Africa is bigger than Texas. Yeah. You, you said, Oh, Texas. I said, Yes. That's also, I said, The question you are asking me, that's how it sounds to me. Do I know somebody in Egypt? Egypt, I only know Mosala. That's all. It's only Mosala that I know. <laughs> it's finished. So, it's time for us to. You know, receiving him as a good guy is almost like, oh, he's not a bad guy. Which is, you've done well. But it's not enough. What God wants you to honor him as is a prophet that he has sent to you. A prophet. The Bible says, by a prophet. Through a prophet. By the activities of a prophet. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Israel in Egypt represents bondage. Israel was a slave in Egypt so through the work of the prophet through God related to the person through a prophet he brought him out of slavery then when he brought him as though that was not enough it says by a prophet was he preserved God preserved Hosea 1230 <laughs> God preserved him through a prophet it didn't say by a good man if you receive him as a good man you will still be in Egypt yeah, you will still be in Egypt. Look, when I'm talking to you, that's why I, I always say, take when I'm preaching serious. When I'm talking to you, I'm bringing the mind of God to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you the mind of God concerning. I just, do, I just didn't mention your name That eh, Ayanda, 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 that said the Lord to you. No. Jehovah? No, no, no. That's all, but I'm talking, I'm bringing the mind of God to you. Amen. Yeah bringing the mind. That's what a prophet does for you. It brings the mind of God to you. The mind of God to you. That's say, receive the person like that and honor him and esteem him like that. Finally, the Bible tells us that he that gives a cup of water to a prophet shall in no wise receive Something called a prophet, which we see in this verse, something called a prophet's reward. One of the ways to honor a prophet is to give to him. If I get the chance, I'm going to talk to you about levels of honor. One of them is to give, and that's perhaps the lowest level, to give to a prophet. To give to a prophet. To give to a prophet. That's why every, many times you know oh, somebody is going to see a prophet, then they take an offering to go and give. Throughout the Bible, you never go and see a prophet without giving an offering. You never. One day, there was a guy in the Bible called Saul. He had a problem, and his servant told him, let's go and see the prophet. There was a prophet in town called Samuel. So let's go and see the prophet. Then the, the, the servant said, then he said, hey, if we, it's a good idea for us to go and see the prophet, but what will we give? the prophet when we get to the prophet when we go to the prophet what will we give to the prophet he knew that it is biblically incorrect to go and see a prophet and not give anything you don't give an offering you can't even get a kiss basically it's like your offering provokes a certain grace to come upon your life in this month of Anna we as a church we are taking an offering to give to the prophet and say, We honor you. We thank God for your life. It's because of what you are doing that we are here. Yeah. It's because of what we are doing, you are doing that we are here. If it had not been the problem, many of you would not have a pastor. As you have come to the maybe you have a pastor at home, back in the village, back somewhere, back where but as you are in Devon, you wouldn't even have a pastor watching over your life. Yeah. I look after you like you are my own children. Yeah. Today I was coming to church. I asked somebody, have you heard of this person? How is she? Somebody that like we've not seen in. I said, how is she doing? I am just checking. Then I took my phone and I called Pastor Lungani. I said, let somebody call this girl and check on how she's doing. Look, whether she's well or even if she's dead, it doesn't change my life. No. Do you get it? It doesn't affect me in any way, positively or negatively, but I'm thinking of the person as though if the person is okay, it helps me. I said, let's call the person today, today, today. Find out how the person is doing. And I even told another person, tell the person that I miss her. Call her. Find out. Tell her. I've called you to check how you are doing. I hope you are well. Bishop says I should tell you that he misses you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. I look after you like that. Why do you think I learn your names? Yeah. Why do you think I learn? Some of you, when I mention your name, you are surprised that I mentioned your name. Yeah. I learn it. Yes. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> this girl, I, I mentioned her name. I don't. I I I, th- I thought I think I said Lungelo or something. She came to tell me that's not my name. My name is uh, Lungili. I said Ah, but Lungelo and Lungile. I mean, it's the same WhatsApp group. Yeah, I learn your names. I try to learn it. Yeah, to know you because I don't want you to just. You are just my church members. Uh, Whose bag is this? You are just my church members. I mean, like, you don't matter. You matter. Amen. You really matter to me. Without you, there's no reason for me to drive all the way from that side to come here. I was here yesterday. I'm here today. Amen. Yeah, I was here yesterday. I'm here again today. Even yesterday when I was coming, my baba was asking me, Ah, will you, go? Will you, come, ba- will you come back tomorrow? I said, no, I'll come back today. He asked, so will you go tomorrow? I said, yes. yes. I'll wake up again and I'll go, because I enjoy sleeping in my room. So I'll go back to my room and sleep in my room, but I'll wake up again, and I'll come here. Yeah, see, you work hard, though. I say, oh, no. God has blessed me with people there. They are worth traveling to go and see. They are worth traveling to go and see. Yeah, Um, And and you see, let me tell you something. When I say I know your names, some of you say, oh, but you don't know my name. Even sometimes you forget mine. Let me tell you why I forget your name. The first reason is that your name is not in the Bible. <laughs> That's the first reason. Your name, you you don't have, Litle, Sitle is he in the Bible. Yeah. There's nobody in the Bible called Litle or Sitle. Yeah, mbozo, is your name in the Bible? Have you seen it? Not yet. Yeah. So, there are no. No, that one is just a joke. Okay, but let me come to the serious one. I didn't grow up with these names. Do you get it? There are no names. If I told you my other names, do you see it? And my name is not Bishop. You don't even know my name. Let's even, <laughs> that Before even we start with, my name is not Bishop. Bishop is the, the way the church calls me. That's not the name. My mother doesn't see me and say Bishop. Yeah, she calls me Bishop sometimes. But that's when she's calling her son Bishop. No, no, no. Maybe my children don't call me Bishop. They call me daddy, so I'm surprised. Maybe my children do also know my name. <laughs> do you get it? Now, what I'm saying is that I didn't grow up with these names. What's your name? Tuli Madonzela. Uh, Pila Sunday, something then, like that. These names, I, I grew up. Then I came to meet these names. Yeah. Do you see? I'm, I'm in my old age. Then I started to meet names like Tuli, Ayanda, Mbuzo. They are all new to me. That's why sometimes Lungile and Lungelo, they can sitle and litle, they can mix. Because even what I'm mentioning, I don't understand it. You see, like you, it's easy for you because you understand the language. So even the name makes sense to you. Do you see? But me, the name is just, I have to recollect it as it is. That's why sometimes when I ask your name, I ask that, what does it mean? To help me to keep it in my head. Yeah, That's how much effort I'm putting in. You, you're also a yander, or you are what? Spellele. Uh-huh, something like that. I'm trying. I'm forcing. I'm forcing. Small, small. Fano, is that not so? Yeah, it's coming. I force. Hey, Pastor, why don't you mention my name next week? I'll mention it. Don't worry. <laughs> if I mention everybody's name today, next week, whose name will I mention? <laughs> yeah. I met that guy in the corner, 10 die yesterday. Yeah learn it yeah, no that's not the guy who said he would it's Ryan who said he sent us the name yeah. why is it so? somebody sent me to you I wasn't coming to you so, so if there's no reason for you to even say thank you to the prophet the, the reason is standing in front of I am the reason, me, I am the reason I am the reason that he sent me to come and be a pastor to you So you are giving an offering to say, look, Bishop Dag, thank you for sending this Pastor Daniel guy to be a pastor to us. We have not seen you before. We have not met you, but you sent us somebody to care for us every day, every night. Care for, pray for us, teach us. Hey. Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I want to encourage everyone. We're going to give you envelopes After I finish preaching, you wait, let me finish preaching. After I finish preaching, I want every single person from now till the end of the month, because this is our month of honor, we do it once a year, once a year, October, every October. Believe God and give a good offering to say. This offering I'm giving, I'm giving it to say thank you to the one who has built a church for us, to the one who has sent us a pastor to look after us. The, a prophet's reward will come up in your life. Yeah, Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Yeah. Lift your hands wherever you are and say Lord, help me to honor the prophet that you have given to us as a church. Thank you for giving me a prophet. I have not met him, but I want to say thank you. I have not met him, but I have met the one he has sent to me. The one he has sent to me. And I want to say thank you. Teach me to honor him. Teach me to esteem him. Teach me to respect him in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Just pray in your own words. Just say, Lord, help me. Help me to honor him. Help me to reverence him. Help me to respect him. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for everybody here present. Thank you for every hand lifted up. We say thank you for giving us such a great gift. A man of God after your own heart whom you've given to us to be a prophet to us, to direct us, to guide us, and to lead us. Continue to bless us. Continue to use us in this house in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, teach us to esteem and to honor him greatly as a gift that you have sent to us. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, "Amen." Amen. 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 Father, I pray let the grace for salvation fill this place now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are here this morning, put your hands down. You are here this morning or this afternoon, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to ask Jesus to come into my heart, to be my Lord and be my Savior. If you are here like that, with every eye closed, please close your eyes. Give your neighbor some privacy, okay? Please, I'm waiting for you. When you finish talking, I'll continue. But close your eyes. Once everybody closes their eyes, I'll continue. Close your eyes, please. So you are here. You say, Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want you to pray for me to welcome Jesus into my heart, to be my Lord and be my Savior. If you are here like that, I want you to quietly, without opening your eyes, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Lift up your right hand wherever. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. Lift it high above your head. Pastor, please, please, please pray with me. Please pray with me. Please pray with me. I said if you are lifting your hand, lift it. so that it's obvious you are lifting your hand, not that you are scratching your face or something. Lift your right hand, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me, I'll pray with you. Lift it up, your hand. Just come. You can open your eye and come to me. Come to me. Come, come. My sister, come to me. Come, come, I'll pray with you. Come. Don't be shy. My brother, come, don't be shy. Come, I'll pray with you. My sister over there, come to me, I'll pray with you. Okay. Don't be shy. I'll just pray with you quickly and then we'll go back to our seats. Wow. Please appreciate them with a hand clap. It takes boldness to deceive the, to defeat the devil. It takes boldness. You can come forward a bit if you don't mind. Please come forward a bit. Wonderful. Pray this prayer with me. This is your prayer. You are inviting Jesus into your heart. Okay? I'm going to help you to pray this prayer. Say with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Say it with conviction. Believe what you are saying. Say, Dear Lord Jesus i accept that i'm a sinner please forgive me of all my sins i believe that you died for me and you rose again i confess that from today jesus is the lord of my life thank you jesus for dying to save me now say satan Satan, Satan. say it boldly. Say, Satan, Satan. from today, today, I'm no longer yours. I I I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for these ones. Continue to bless them. Fill them with your spirit, Lord. Help them to live for you from today. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to them continuously convince them and convict them that they are now children of God mm-hmm. we thank you God bless you I pray convince them that their sins have been forgiven by you and they are righteous people before you in the name of Jesus Amen alright look at me you've taken the best decision of your life yeah the best decision of your life. And I'm glad that you were bold to come forward. All the people behind you, including your pastor, he also came forward one day like this. But when you have not come before, you feel like, oh, what are they going to do? They are not going to see. They are all happy. If you, like, if you, When you are going back, look in their face, you see all of them are happy. Yeah, all of them. The only person who's not happy is the devil. Because the control he had over you is broken from now. So, God bless, congratulations for this beautiful decision that you have made. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I have two things I want to tell you. Number one is that I want to be your pastor. Okay, I want to be a pastor to you for as long as you are here. I want to be your pastor I'm offering myself I'm applying for the job to be a pastor to you okay and the second thing is that since this is where I pastor at I can't pastor you from your home I can't pastor you at your rest I will pastor you from here so I want to say make this church your church maybe you are from uh, Cape Town you are from Eastern Cape you are from Job when you go to Job You can go to the Jobek church. But when you are here, I want to be your pastor. And I pastor here. So come where I am so I can be a pastor to you. Can you do that? Is it not simple? I mean, it's only fair. Imagine that I'm going from house to house pastoring the people. Look at all the people here. It will take 100 days for me to get to you. Even if I say, okay, next week I'm starting from you. It's only fair you are on the right. So I start with you next week. Then next week next can you imagine even if it's only the seven of you how long it will take for me to come to you again hey one two three four that's one month one two so two months before i'll come to you again do you know the issues that are in two months do you know how many menstrual cycles are in two months hey the possible problems that can happen in two months that's why you need it regularly regularly and i'm saying come where i am so that i can be a pastor to you are you excited about that wonderful so god bless you please clap for them after the service um somebody will come and speak to you just shortly before you go home all right Um, and where's the guy yeah this 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 Look at him. So if anybody else comes, you know it's not this guy. He'll come and speak to you shortly just to know you a bit so that we know how to relate with you. All right? God bless you. I'm sure you, you can go back to your seats. <clears throat>